a podcast. Did your radio show get canceled? Fire, fire, fire. Low down and filthy, but the discipline is on point. Schooled myself, made my own dojo. A cold flow with the whole dose of soul. Maintain composure, even in theory. An anomaly, properties undiscernible to mere peasants. Use weapons that... This week on The Million Dollar Plan, we talk to Dylan, who uh, has a couple kids, is in a committed relationship, looking towards retirement 19 years uh, from now or so. And he joins us right now on The Million Dollar Plan. Hello, Dylan. Welcome to the show. Hi, Pete. Thank you for having me on. How exciting is this? Uh, well, it is kind of exciting. I do listen to your podcast all the time, and I am very, I really do like your show. It's always nice to meet my listener. All right. So, uh, Dylan, uh, tell me in a nutshell about your financial life. What do you think about? What keeps you up at night? What are you hoping to accomplish? Uh, well, I have, a, I have two kids, a one-year-old and a two-and-a-half-year-old, and I'm always thinking about whether or not I have, I'm putting away enough for retirement. Um, now we have to worry about long-term health care insurance and whether I'm doing enough for the kids. I did, now, did we just get, were we just joined on the podcast by one of your children? <laughs> yes. He is currently watching Paw Patrol and wants me to watch it with him. All right, so we, Dylan, we got to talk about this. Uh, Paw Patrol is a great show, but here's the issue: you're, you're entrusting all of this very expensive emergency equipment to to dogs, and it seems as though they wouldn't be licensed to drive the equipment. It just seems like they trust the dogs a lot, and, and the mayor of the city is a complete klutz and always loses her chicken. You know what I mean? I know. I, I'd feel more comfortable if they had opposable thumbs. I would agree. I mean, how you you can't run a fire hose without opposable thumbs. But I digress. Um, so, what's your household income right now? Uh, about seventy-one thousand. And that's that's you. Now, your significant other uh, also works. But what, uh, today, we're going to limit our discussion to you specifically, and then you can consider how 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 they plug into it. Is that fair? Sure. Okay. Sure, that sounds good. So, so your your income is seventy thousand dollars. Is that right? Yes, it is. Okay. And your your net monthly after uh, some other factors, you're at six thousand dollars. We've got your net monthly income of six thousand dollars. What are your take home? Uh, what's your take home checks, Dylan? Uh, I get uh, take home after the after tax deductions and taxes. I come home with about fifteen ninety five. And how often do you get paid? Uh, every two weeks. Okay, so we've got. Uh, your take-home pay is about $3,100 a month, and your long-term savings, you got $205,000 in your 401k. You're 48 years old, so have you just been saving for retirement most of your career? Uh, yes, I have. I, it's usually been probably since my mid-20s, 25, 26, okay. and usually about 10% of everything, and as I change jobs and get more money or get promoted and make more money, uh, it just keeps growing. When you think about, you said you're worrying if you're saving enough for the future. With such young children, do you mean specifically for your retirement or for their current or future care within college? Like, what specifically do you mean? Uh, I I mean year ten of or year fifteen of a twenty-five year career. Okay. With my agency. Okay. And uh, and so in ten years. Uh, I plan to to stop working because I'll be I'll be sixty. 
And will you have a pension? Uh, yes, I will. Uh, the pension uh, generally covers 66% of your previous income mm-hmm. uh, at, as an average of the last three years of your highest pay. So was part of the reason you chose the profession, can you say what profession you're in? Are you, are you willing to share that? Is that something? Sure. Yeah, what do you do? Yeah, sure. We're, we're both uh, law enforcement officers. We're both police officers. Now, this is a little known fact. I wanted to be a, a police officer really badly. I used to ride along through high school and college with local police officers, and I was going down that career path, and at the last second, the money bug bit me. But I was going to be a cop. I really was. That's a huge choice of, huge difference in, in career choices there. You know, it, it is. But So my, my career choices were between... Now, this just turned into a, a podcast about me. Go figure. Uh, it was going to be a cop, a teacher, or, or to be in the financial business. And, and to me... They're kind of all the same thing because you're just trying to help people with whatever, you know, problem-solving skills you have. Um, but, uh, yeah. Well, well, great. So you're, so you're a police officer. Is part of the reason you went into the profession because of the security you could have in retirement, or does that happen to be uh, sort of a fringe benefit to the whole thing? Uh, no, it's uh, law enforcement was is a uh, family uh, occupation. Okay. Uh, when I went into it, there were 11 of us already uh, serving in law enforcement, one as an elected sheriff. And uh, it had always been around me growing up as a child. That's incredible. In our Catholic household, it was either uh, the priesthood or or the military slash law enforcement. That's fantastic. And I I seriously considered becoming a priest for a while, but chose not to and became a, a police officer. And so you've been uh, you've been on the job for 15 years. You got about 10 10 left. Now, what's fascinating about your situation is, you know, when we, we, at first glance you say, oh, "I got 200,000. I'm 48 years old," and, and we hear this, and I think, "Oh, we're a little behind the eight ball in terms of retirement." But the second we find out you have a pension, well, that changes a little bit, right? Because you essentially will be able to replace a great deal of your current income in retirement with not only the pension, but you'll still be eligible for Social Security as well, correct? Uh, we do not pay into Social Security. Okay, you as, don't. Uh, law enforcement officers. Okay. But we do have enough credits to receive Social Security prior to us becoming law enforcement officers. Oh, okay. So that, that's I, good to know. So I, you'll have it anyway. Well, I went to their website, and they uh, prorate it for government pensions. Okay. So you don't get full Social Security <clears throat> And it's basically just gas money. <laughs> Do you, uh, so, so your main sec- uh, retirement income sources will be your pension, your significant other's pension, uh, and whatever income you can derive from your assets, uh, like your 401k, right? Uh, correct. Do you have any other rental properties or anything that creates other passive income? Uh, no, no. Uh, before the kids came along, we were pretty much your typical dinks, running <laughs> around, vacationing, having a good time, enjoying ourselves. So how does this impact retirement? Because 10 years from now, you're talking about two tweens, right? You'll have some uh, pre-teens. <laughs> you'll be retired. Um, how, how, what does your financial it, life look like then? Well, it's a little complicated. She is going to work uh, seven years. She's seven years behind me okay. in, you know, on the job. So she will continue to work for seven more years while I'm still working, or st- while I'm retired. Mm-hmm. And uh, our thought process was that we would simply leave my uh, deferred comp 401k slash thing alone until 
she was within a year or two of retirement, and then then start drawing down on it. So when you say retire, you mean retire from being on the force, but is it conceivable Correct. that you're doing something else, even private security gigs? Uh, at 60, I, I don't think so. I mean, I, I'll, you always can, but the kids will be uh, 11 and 12. Mm-hmm. So one of us would be home then during those uh, important preteen and teen years to keep an eye on them at all times. <laughs> at all times, like every police officer should, keeping an eye on your kids at all times, right? It prevents. Uh, oh my gosh, that 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 gives us that that keeps us up at night. <laughs> oh, I can imagine mm-hmm. you see it all. all. Yes, we do, and that that's what keeps us up at night. Is is oh my god, we got to keep an eye on our kids. So your lifestyle now with a couple kids, um, with 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 two incomes, two future pensions, like. Do you feel in control right now? Do you feel in control of your financial life or is it a little less than in control? I feel like I'm doing pretty good with the uh, planning for myself because I've always been just planning for myself. But I don't feel good about being able to plan for uh, a family. Sure. And that has me really worried. How long have you two been together? Uh, Ten years now. Okay. So it was different because it, when, when you're just sort of dating and you're together or whatever you want to call it, uh, it's not really planning for a family. It's just two two cops, right, having a good time right. that'll eventually it, retire. Now yeah. all of a sudden there's all this pressure. Now now there's a whole other dynamic to think about. And I, uh, you know, schools, public, private, uh, health care issues. One is a special needs child. Um. Uh, traveling, you know, sports, um, athletic programs, music programs, after-school programs. Can I provide everything for them as well as my parents provided for me? And it's turning my hair gray. Yeah. What What can you cut back on lifestyle-wise? Something that you and your, I was going to say your partner, but it made it seem like your law enforcement partner, your significant other, uh, what can you cut back on that you've enjoyed the last 10 years that will help change so you can, you know, reprioritize what you're doing for the family now? Uh, well, we don't uh, uh, go out to movies or uh, that sort of thing anymore uh, since the kids came around. And we only take uh, in-state vacations uh, because we don't want to be too far from home until they get older. Right. Uh, but eating out, uh, that hasn't changed since we started dating. We still basically eat out as a family probably three, four nights, maybe five nights a week. And, and then I, and I, I got to... That's ass- enormously expensive. I got to assume your pay raises aren't significant because they're just whatever scale is, right? Uh, it's generally... Uh, our contracts are generally three years, and they're generally between... Two point five and three point five percent, and then we'll go two or three years without a contract because the city doesn't want to negotiate, and then we get all back pay, which is a ginormous check for uh, overtime. I mean, my base salary is seventy thousand, but in reality, I'll, I'll come close to a hundred thousand with overtime. Yeah, that was my next question. Are you getting any overtime or moonlighting or anything that uh, is that making your lifestyle? Uh, bigger, or are you able to bank that overtime? 
Uh, in the past, I just spent it as a king. Okay. And now? Uh, be- now, um, the last couple of years, it just goes right into uh, right into savings, of either per- checking savings or the deferred comp. So you've got twelve. And the other thing was, yeah. go ahead. She 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 took a year off of work with the last baby. Mm-hmm. So that's how we developed the mount, mountain of credit card debt. We not only we thought we budgeted enough for her for her expenses and household expenses. But we never changed our lifestyle, and our credit card that just bloomed. Yeah, let's take a look at those debts that you have right now. Uh, you've got twenty-five thousand dollars in credit card debt, two thousand dollars in medical bills. What? Uh, how much are you paying towards those debts right now? About thirteen hundred dollars a month towards the credit card. Great. Which we only use for to gas up our cars with. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, it's about $200 a month for the uh, medical bills. So within a couple of years, you're going to have $1,500 a month at your disposal because you will have eliminated those debts. Yes. See, you've got a really high uh, power percentage. I, I know you calculated it. Was it something like 40% or am I making this up? Uh, I calculated her power percentage at 41% and mine at 34%. And the reason for this is because you guys are aggressively paying off debt. And and what's going to be fascinating is when those debts are gone, uh, being able to then transition and accumulate savings and inclu- accumulate investing. But if, if you expand your lifestyle or if you shrink the number of hours you work because you're not getting as much overtime, then your power percentage would fall. But that 40% range, that's fantastic. If you can maintain that for the next 10 years or so, I know that you'll definitely be prepared to retire, especially given that you're going to get 66% uh, of your income. So that that's a good sign. Uh, you know, I certainly hope so. I, I hear you talk constantly about lifestyle creep mm-hmm. and how dangerous that is to savings in the future and how you may be living great right now, but because of your lifestyle creep, uh, you're in a terrible spot when you retire. And then you try all these online calculators, and half of them tell you, oh, you're doing great, and the other half tell you, hey, you're in a terrible spot. <laughs> well, it, it's here's this, this ugly secret of the retirement plan industry is that, you know, actually I actually read an article in the Wall Street Journal this weekend online, and it said something to the effect of, is a million dollars still enough to retire on? Well, the challenge is this. You, you, you can't actually answer that question unless you know how much someone spends. I mean, I can say, well, sure, it generates $35,000 a year indefinitely. Uh, and so either yes or no, you can live on it. But as you know, Dylan, if you're, if you're spending uh, a great deal of your income, then it doesn't matter how much money you have. You're, you're going to need enough to support you. So to me, lifestyle creeps everything. It's what keeps me personally up at night that we're, my wife and I are not expanding our lifestyle. And there's another way to think about this. You've got 10 years left. I mean, the countdown clock has started, which sounds crazy, right? I mean, you seem like a, you I, seem like a young guy, but it's crazy to say you got 10 years left, right? I know, I know. It seems crazy. Yeah, I mean, people are screaming daddy in the background, which, you know, is generally a good thing when your kid's <laughs> screaming that, right? Uh, and well, so, you're, so you're a young guy, so 10 years left is a little bit scary. See, you should put him on. We could talk, Paul, but I could talk about Chase. He probably thinks you're Chase from the Paw Patrol. <laughs> no, it is not dark outside yet. 
<laughs> I love it. You know, years ago, I was doing a radio show, and this lady's cat started purring really loud, and I talked to a cat on radio. Uh, so that's nothing stranger than talking to a cat, but I'm talking to a kid, so that's good. Yeah. Oh, uh, they're, they're a joy. She is, uh, um, she's 14, my, my, she's 14 years younger than I am. Oh my and gosh. And she wanted, cho- and she wanted children. So I was perfectly happy with having children. I was sure. perfectly happy being single without kids, but I was perfectly happy being children. And then when the two year old came around, it was just an amazing eye opener. And I can't believe I waited so long in my life to have kids. Did it soften you? I'm not to say you were a hardened law enforcement officer, but did it soften you having children or did it make you more vigilant as uh, someone that's out there protecting people? Uh, it makes me a lot angrier when I see people treat the kids the way they treat them. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Well, you know, your situation is, is, is good in the sense that you've got this $25,000 in debt. Your power percentage proves that you're addressing it. The real challenge, Dylan, will be three years to 10 years from now when some of those debts go away. And, and then the focus is to break your dependency on your income so you can shut it down here in 10 years. And that's where it gets hard. I mean, you know, th- that's what scares well, me. I mean, my, it, it's, my, my, one of my big concerns was that it, it is uh, it is a, a, a lifestyle that really shouldn't be lived with with two small children. Right. But at the same time, and the take home pay I have. But at the same time, I'm putting away twelve percent uh, every two weeks. I'm paying all my bills. All my life insurance comes out in after in pre tax deductions and after tax deductions. Um. I. I just I, I was I was curious as to whether that was sufficient to simply spend the fifteen hundred as I see fit because everything else is being taken care of in deductions from the from payroll before I even see the money. But when you say spend or, as you see fit, what does that mean to you? Like uh, changing the vacation, dining out more. Like what what specifically does it mean to you? Or does it mean whatever you want? Uh, get the kids whatever they want. Um, Take the kids on a trip to wherever I want within within state because I, I don't want to travel too far with small children. Sure, no one does. Um, it's terrible. Yeah, or eat out as as often as we want because I'm thinking this is extra money. This is just money to spend because I'm already saving a tremendous amount of money. Yeah, I would still reflect then back on your power percentage based on your income. If you can stick around thirty. That's that's pretty good. Thirty with no debt. Um, it does. You don't have to necessarily be at forty uh, of a power percentage. Uh, I, I would also say it's not all or nothing. It's not like you can have to say, well, I'm going to spend eighteen thousand dollars a year on whatever I want, or I'm going to save eighteen thousand dollars. I mean, you can go half and half. I mean, um, but ultimately, just know you only make it harder in retirement the more money you rely on. Um, so that that's the challenge. I suppose I needed somebody to tell me that too. I, I, I kind of knew that, but I think I needed somebody else to tell me that as well. You got a lot of buddies uh, that have retired from the force that you stay in contact with? Yes. There's, so, there are several across, right across the street from me who are retired. How come cops always live in the same neighborhood? You notice that, right? Well, uh, n- not in this jurisdiction anymore. Really? The, uh, we had a residency requirement. Where we had to live within the city boundaries, 
and the state legislature overturned that, and now we can live anywhere within 15 miles of the city limits, or the furthest part of the city limits. Okay. So people are, are people are selling their homes, but other people are buying the homes faster than <laughs> nobody's sitting on the market more than three or four days. Oh wow, That's the market great. is just red hot in this metro area. Well, I think too, you know, when you talk to your buddies that are retired, the chances are, no matter how comfortable they are, they probably don't have an eleven and a twelve-year-old, right? Which is what you're. No, yeah. yeah, they had their kids much, much younger. Most of them, their children are grown or in late high school. And to a person, they all say, "Yeah, you know, the pension just doesn't cover it. The pension doesn't cover it because they they don't change your lifestyle." Yep. I mean, you, this is one of those things you know the answer. It's it's good to have reinforcement from someone like me, but you know the answer is that you've got this opportunity. You're taking care of some of these debts that are in front of you, but once the, those debts are gone, you have the opportunity to either secure retirement ultimately or to leave retirement in doubt. And, and that's, I don't fault you for having that temptation because that's a tough temptation. You want to spend time with your kids. You've been busting your hump for decades out on the force protecting people. You want to enjoy your family and spend money on your family. I get it. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, after close to 30 years, it's uh, when I turn 60, it's just, it's not really um, a job I can go out there and do anymore. And I could transfer into some kind of inside desk type work. But sure. That's not what I. That's not what I signed up for. That's not what I wanted to do with my life. Uh, do you have a, a will or some final documentation? Because I know you said you had life insurance, but do you have something since you since you're not married to your significant other? Do you have something that helps protect the kids in the event that something happens to either one of you? Uh, yes, uh, we have uh, wills, power of attorneys, and DNRs. Sure. Naming each other as uh, each other and our next uh, immediate sibling as uh, 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 inheritors or people to make our decisions okay. in case the other one is dead or incapacitated. See, you've done it right. Um, it's just the house. Yeah. Uh, I, I understand you, I, I would need a trust mm -hmm. in order to move the house to her name because we, the house is at three and a quarter percent on a 30 year. You don't want to refinance it and, 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 and put it in both your names. I don't want to do that because no, that makes then sense. I'm paying more and yeah. So, uh, I like it. I mean, again, my entire point of this conversation is you're doing good. You, you, you're sort of late to parenthood in your life, which is fine because you love it. But <laughs> yeah. that, that will I do love it every day. That will affect retirement and that will affect the decisions you make two to three years from now when your debt is gone. But um, you just got to keep grinding. I love it. I mean, you're doing, you're doing great, man. I, I think... Having a pension really matters. Most people, especially in the private sector, don't have a pension. 90% of people do not. You're in the public sector, so you naturally are going to be more susceptible to having a pension. So that's good. Yes, we understand just how incredibly fortunate we are that we do have a pension. But you work for it. Um, you know, let's not kid ourselves. I mean, you can put yourself out there and get it. So um, what other questions do you have? Anything else? Um, I can't really find any information on 529s. Mm -hmm. Um if if they choose not to go to school, does that five twenty nine get taxed as, as income after sixteen years when they're when they're adults, or does it get turned over to something else or revert to us? Yeah, you do have to pay taxes on the money not used for education. 
Um, or you can then transfer that money to another uh, family member. So what some people do is they'll slightly over, if they're worried about that, they'll slightly overfund the first child in the event that they could just pass it on to the second child uh, without any, any, any penalty. Some people like to use a Roth IRA instead of a 529 because if a kid doesn't use it for college, then you can just keep it for retirement. So, but, um, you know, it's sort of just give and, give and take there. What, what state are you in, did you say? Uh, Wisconsin. Okay. Wisconsin 529, there is a tax deduction. Um, have you been to the website for, for the 529 in Wisconsin? It's 529.wi.gov. And if you go there, it talks about the, uh, the, the tax credits you can get. So check those out because those will help you too. Okay, excellent. Uh, well, anything else? Uh, the health savings account? Yeah. Uh, we were told we were just made eligible for those uh, last year because mm-hmm. uh, they weren't offered through our city health plan. Sure. Um, I've heard you talk about the health savings account several times. At this stage, is it really worth getting, or is it a, you know, a must with a special needs child? That's a, that's a great question. Um, definitely look into it because are, are you spending a lot on health care right now? Or I mean, let me, let me say it a different way. Is a lot being spent on health care for your special needs child right now? Uh, yes. At this point, yes. So you would uh, blow through your HSA every year um, because of the special needs expenses? Uh, pretty close. Uh, he had, uh, he, he's already accumulated since January $40,000 in hospital and medical bills. Sure. And, uh, we have to pay close to 10000 of that. Yeah, I mean, if you think about from... But we only have the 2000 left. Uh, of, yeah, of the, the, of the total deductible on that. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know how advantageous an HSA would be for you in that regard. I mean, maybe from a tax deduction standpoint, but it sounds like conceivably you could even bump up against the um, health, health expense tax deduction anyway. Have you ever been able to deduct health expenses based on the percentage of your gross income or not? Uh, no, no. Uh, we've both been blessed with very good health. The older child is healthy as an athlete, and we only just uh, now have been experiencing large medical bills. You know, and I have to say, that's another factor in early retirement. I, I know saying early retirement at 60 doesn't sound like early retirement, especially if you've been on the force for 30 years. But that is another factor of, of how health care is handled post-retirement. Uh, do you stay on um, your same health care plan post-retirement uh, as being a police officer? Uh, we would be under her health care plan sure. with the city for about seven years. And then she would retire. And depending on how much um, uh, accrued time off she had, it goes to the city allows you to stay on the city health plan and they take all that accrued time that you had had earned to pay for your premiums until you hit 62, I think. Okay. Where you go on Medicare. 65 is when you would go on Medicare. Yeah. 65. So, yeah. So that's a, here's the strange part. And you know, this as much as I do. uh, And that's that none of us know what in the world's going to happen with healthcare in this country like we have no <laughs> yeah. idea we, we can all have different opinions on what we think should happen and, and none of them matter because no one knows what is going to happen 
Um, so I would say have a better plan for healthcare, but that's a pretty trite thing to say, given that how could you possibly do that when we don't know what's going to happen? Uh, but I'll say healthcare will continue to be an issue in your life uh, from a financial standpoint that you're going to have to keep your eye on over the next 10 years or so. Yes, absolutely. Well, good. Um, well, I, uh, but we're, we're taking care of it as best we can. Well, I appreciate you taking time to be on the show with me. I always uh, enjoy talking to police officers. It makes me feel like uh, uh, maybe I should have gone that direction. And I've got a pretty sweet mustache right now, and I know that's a requirement in a lot of departments. Do you have a mustache? Uh, I do not. What? But every November we have a mustache growing contest. Do you at least get to wear, like, the tall motorcycle boots or chaps or anything? No? <laughs> Only if you ride the motorcycles. They uh -huh. give us big old Harleys to drive. See, I would want chaps and just ride around in a squad car, but I think maybe people would make fun of me. Yeah. Uh, you know, those guys do wear their chaps year-round. They really do. They love their chaps yeah. and their mustaches. Well, hey, thanks, uh, thanks for all you do for, for your community and our entire community, and stay safe out there and keep us posted on uh, what goes on financially when you pay off that debt. Thank you very much, Pete. No, my pleasure. That's it this week uh, for the Million Dollar Plan. The best part about my job is I get to talk to people from all walks of life, all around the country. It's just fascinating to me. You get to, you get to walk in someone else's uh, boots uh, every once in a while. So best of luck uh, to him and his family. Because we, we certainly, when you have a special needs situation, you've got an early retirement, you've got an age gap. There's a lot of different factors going on there, and that's why planning matters. So that's it this week. Uh, join the podcast. Go to PeteThePlanner.com slash podcast beyond. Let me hear about your life, what you do, what sort of facial hair you have. That's it. I'm Pete the Planner. If you want to be on this podcast and have Pete fix your money life, then hit us up at PeteThePlanner.com slash podcast. You heard me. PeteThePlanner.com slash podcast. Log on. This is for information purposes only. It's not the swiftest financial planning device. Consult Avantial Divisor. Release from Everest, the freshest fresh. And you can call me ET, word to John Tesh. Let me bless this harmonic presentation. It's amazing, so amazing. I'm the reason. Uh, salutations. I bring you love, trying greetings from a faraway land. I am the soul controller. Put the remote down and let me take control. You're now a part of my zone, so enjoy yourself. Love Tron can restore your health. I bring you greetings, uh, salutations. How you doing? And is that how y'all say it? The tinkling of the keys is an homage to the little, little star. I sojourn over poetic descriptions of sound and travel to my other world. Out of this world, spaceship on my arm took me home. Filled by the ink and the megabytes and the hypertext transfer protocol. Stronger than the Skynet and the Terminator. I push faders into warp speed. Glide with ease, creating a breeze. They call a black hole event horizon. No rear view concerns. This I adjourn. And beats I burn. This I adjourn. And beats I burn. Salutations, I bring you love, trying greetings from a faraway land. I am the soul controller. Put the remote down and let me take control. You're now a part of my zone, so enjoy yourself. Love, try, can restore your health. I bring you greetings. Uh, salutations, how you doing? And is that how y'all say it?